You know about Ritter Creek, Dave? I'm sure you do. Of course you do. They're a regular sponsor for our show and have been for a long time. Listen, folks, go over to RitterCreek.com. If you play ASL, you what, should be going to... What do I find there at RitterCreek.com? All kinds of stuff. Stuff from LaFranc Terrier, from Bounding Fire Productions, from MMP. All, all ASL stuff. All ASL stuff. Every, everything you would want. Go there, check out the website. It's a great website, great place to buy. But isn't it sometimes cost prohibitive to have this stuff shipped to your house? Well, this is the beauty of buying from Ritter Creek. You go to one site, you buy stuff. If it's inside the 48 United States, then it's free shipping. Wow. Go to RitterCreek.com today. It's Jeff and Dave. This is your wake-up call. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I, uh, I won't check the room service, but I'm uh, yeah. awake. Now that we've got your number, we can call you anytime we want. <laughs> you may call again three hours from now when it's three or four in the morning. Is it all, is yeah, it all right? Uh, is it okay if we post your number? Me. We'd like to post your number on the show so other people can enjoy your company. <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk offline about that, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, it's nice to talk to you. We've heard of you for years and years and years and years and probably more years than that. <laughs> and, and yet it's taken all that time to, to have a chat. I mean, I'm, I'm that down on the list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Actually, no, it's us. It, it's funny. It is funny how it works. Um, listeners will just send us names and then we yeah. just throw them into the interview pile. Yeah. And, um... And then, so what I was doing was actually being proactive. So I'm like, where are the places that I go and Jeff visits and the people we should really be talking to who aren't just game designers, you know? When right. a game comes out, then we're like, oh, yeah. we got a game designer. So, um, and yours was the first place I went. <laughs> That's excellent. So well, actually, cool. yeah, you're, I think you're but, the top of the So our goal is to be looking now at everything that's online and start to interview people. Who, who run that part of the ASL world. That's cool. And, and I mean, in terms of London, are you going to come to London and the UK? Is that, is that on the plans as well? Maybe. We'll wait to see it. Yeah, it's... <laughs> the crowd, it, wait for you. Yeah, it'll probably... It won't be next year, but in uh, 2021, possibly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you won't confident there, but... Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Definitely yeah. maybe. Yeah, we don't like to get locked in. Yeah, <laughs> I just did Ireland with my family two summers ago. Okay. And I kind of mentioned to Laura, my wife, um, you know, I'll bet I could contact some ASL players, <laughs> and they would probably have us over for dinner. That's the friendliness of this community. At the very least. I, I think, I mean, I, I've got dreams of traveling the world by boat one day, and I think I could do the whole way around and just play ASL with, you know, in every pool. You know, you just... There'll be someone that's prepared to put you up and all sorts of hospitality, I think. Yeah, well, and you're welcome here, too, anytime if you want to come see the Chicago area. That's, that's fantastic. I was waiting for that invite because I'm actually <laughs> thinking about next week. So. Oh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm just teasing. So, you have been playing ASL for how long? Wow. Um, so, I think it's been about 22, 23 years. Um, but I only found that out recently because um, because I don't know if you've, you've seen our little video series that we just started, but um, I, I looked at the, the night rules that I'd printed off, and, and they were 21 years old, um, back in a day when printers still printed the date on the bottom of every page, mm -hmm. in case you forgot the time or whatever. Um, so yeah, so that was about 22, 23 years. Um, had a few breaks in between, as I think most people do. Um, you know, life comes around, and kids come along, and you know, marriages and bits and pieces. Um, but yeah, for, for I, I just looked up um, recently today, and it's been uh, 370 games. So not as many as I'd like, but ah. they're getting through them. Yeah. And uh, you have not just played ASL, but you're contributing to the hobby by 
in a couple of ways, one of which is the ASL Scenario Archive. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, back back in the day when um, there was a spreadsheet that was around of the chronology of war um, that was being maintained, um, it was it was always kind of my I had a lot of queries to ask, and you know, I wanted to, to know more about each scenario, and kind of figured that you know the easiest way would just be to throw it up on a on a simple website and just just have some some simple queries. And as these things do, they grow into well, okay, now I've got to try and keep up with the scenarios, and I've got to try and keep up with requests that people make because you know they're legitimate requests. You know, can we have this? Can we have that? It'd be great if this does this. Um, so I ended up kind of just just kind of just hacking a website together. Um, and you know, looking back, it's, you know, it's dated and it's looked old, and, and you know, the code is is absolutely horrific. Um, and so it's been on my list to to redo it. But the um, yeah the archive is there to uh, store all the information and it's and it's really thanks to the contributors. Uh, it's not me that contributes in terms of the the content. So I have you know an army of dedicated people that, that are happy to help and they you know almost race each other to try and get those scenarios in uh, in the archive with as much detail as possible. Um, there are people that go through and update scenarios from you know, updating the maps to making sure that the unit descriptions are correct. Um, checking that the, uh, the typography for each AFV and gun is correct for each scenario. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. And, of course, I get all the credit, which is which is great, but uh, but I don't deserve any of that. Um, so all I do is just try and keep the server up um, and just pay the hosting bills, and that's it. That's my, my contribution done. Um, but I am but I am reworking it, and um, so sometime, I, I keep saying by the end of the year, there'll be a, a newer version, a little bit more of a modern, modern look and feel to the site. I think it deserves it. I think we're, we're looking a bit dated now. Uh, but effectively, it's the same data, same database, um, just just with a little bit of smoother queries written and um, everything a bit more up-to-date and, and a bit nicer. Uh, and that's the plan. Yeah, and it's it's grown as, uh, you know, it's more than just a scenario archive now, it seems like. You've got, yeah, you know... Yeah, so, I mean, in terms of... I, I use it predominantly for, just to track my my scenarios, you know, what I've played and, and, and what I like. But the, the metadata for being able to find out, you know, what unit fought in what, what area or, you know, which is the most balanced scenarios from a particular pack or, you know, finding a scenario that two people have that, you know, we both can play. Um, one of the things that we used to do uh, was me and my regular partner, we, um, we used to kind of log all the, the new packs that we had and then we wanted to play something that we both had, but randomly. So we, we had... Uh, you know, so you've each got each other's collections in the in the system, and then you can pick a scenario that you both own, for example, um, which was which was quite nice. Um, and I mean, you know, looking back, I you know I had ideas for, for creating tournaments and things like that, but but I think ultimately that that needs a lot more effort than I think I'm prepared to put in in terms of you know adjudicating games and getting people uh, up and running with what they're doing and you know getting them matched up with uh, opponents in the right time zones and stuff. So I think it's it's nicely uh, alongside the other resources, um, and I'm sure there are other features that, that I can look at adding. And but again, you know, without the contributions of of so many people, uh, it, it really wouldn't be what it is today. Yeah, and we can see uh, just looking on the front page, and uh, I don't know how many of our listeners have not gone to ASLScenarioArchive.com, but you should definitely go there right now. Right on the front page, there's a lot of interesting information. And uh, admittedly, I don't go to this site very often for whatever reason, but uh, there's a lot of great stuff on here. Latest publications, yeah. so latest publications just being magazines, periodicals, stuff like articles, collections yeah. of articles and the like. Yeah. yeah, exactly that. So, yeah, people people add uh, publications, they add the scenarios to them, um, they'll add the information of each scenario, they'll add articles that are in there as well. In theory, you can review each publication as well, which, you know, is a... It's a feature that you know hasn't really been been used very much, um, but it's also things like um, uh, player ratings as well. So if you log every game that you play, uh, the archive has a, a mechanism, a little bit like a chess rating, where it can figure out uh, your rating relative to every other player, and you know you can see, you know you can try and climb that ladder if you want by playing other people, um, and all you have to do is just log your play. You don't have to do anything more than that, uh, and your you know, your rating will will get updated as and when. Um, the, the, uh, the, the rate of ticks over, as it were. Um, yeah, you can see the top-rated scenarios uh, over the last 60 days. Uh, what's always interesting for me is, 
seeing how many starter kit scenarios um, pop up. So it's it's surprising how many more scenarios uh, uh, starter kit scenarios get actually played these days, um, which is a, a testament to the to the starter kit services. I think as well. Yeah, I could see Dave over here. He's, it, the his uh, his mind is going because he keeps all of his scenarios written down on various right. pieces of paper. <laughs> Dave, you should put all your scenarios in here. You could 1, easily 000, be within the top. 1,200. Well, now I, I couldn't enter uh, scenarios I played with someone who's not in the system, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can. No, okay. you can, you okay. can. Um, so, yeah, there's no need to, for them to be there. The, it, it tries to match them by name, but if you if you just put a name in there, the, it will kind of create a, a dummy user for them um, for the rating system. So uh, they don't have to be in there. I'm Dave's dummy player in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> but he, actually, if Dave put all of his scenarios in here, he'd be right right above Don Lazoff, probably. Almost <laughs> we, we know Don. Don's a player, local yeah. player. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so he, yeah, go ahead, well, Dave. I'm, I'm, so what I, what I did was I clicked on I, – I do go here when I'm going to play a scenario or after I've played one just to kind of look at the layout for what you got in here. But um, – uh, and I just breeze through some of the publications and stuff. Of course, most of those I have, but I just think I stumbled upon the scenario list alphabetically, which I never looked at. And so I was on A, of course, and I found a thing called Elia. It looks like it was a magazine produced. Okay. And there's a scenario called Nuts. And so right away I recognized that as the Bastogne famous incident, right, in the bulge. So I clicked on it, and then, so of course, you lay out or... Um, you know, designer, um, it, what, if it's a uh, starter kit, scenario, deluxe, attacker, defender, turns, all the things players would expect. Um, the counters you would need, and then uh, miscellaneous rules, so people can go right here and look really quickly and find stuff if it's going to be appropriate for them to play. Right. Um, then you have a, there's a... Um, Players wanting to play this game, and that is that where someone could put in that they they would like to play it. Yep. Yeah. So so what we had for for a while, it was quite popular for a little while. Was uh, people basically saying like, you know, I'm after playing this. If someone wants to play by Vassal, you know, you can you could contact them uh, and do that. Um, so that that doesn't get used so much these days, probably because you know anyone that's kept their mail server or a server up and running knows the pain of having an email server that's kind of open to the. Uh, to the general public because it it kind of gets attacked by you know all sorts of all sorts of nefarious characters oh. and trying to keep those email servers up and running is just is just horrendous. So I think you know each um, each time I try and get it up and then within a few days someone hacks it again. Uh, so I generally take the because because the idea was that that was going to alert people by an email that you know someone's accepted your challenge and would you like to you know respond to the challenge and that kind of thing. Um, so, again, on the list of things to do, sort the email server out once and for all, get it get it hardened so that we can um, we can all have emails again. But you know, there's um, all those uh, all those tricky tricky people out on the internet. They don't want to have nice things, so this is what happens. Yeah, right. And in, in an even list, the uh, estimated time to play the scenario. Yep. And that, that's actually my, my favorite feature because what I do is if I've got a new like journal or whatever that I want to play something with, I generally look at the uh, the actual publication itself in the in the kind of the overview view to see how long each one's going to take to play uh, and the ratings and the popularity of each scenario in a in a particular pack. So you very quickly see okay this one is about the right time and you know some people are faster players and some people are slower players so you kind of adjust it to. You know what you think is, is roughly relative in, in the pack length, um, and you can see a popular scenario, and you think, okay, well maybe this is a good one to play. And it draws your eye to them, so, so it's a nice feature. Yeah, that is a very very nice feature, and you got the the quick view with the map up, and this one even has snow on the quick view. Which uh, scenario are you looking at, Dave? Nuts. It was from the A column oh, okay. under a magazine called Aaliyah. I okay. forget which number it was. And I never even heard of this. And I, you know, you think, oh, I've found everything about ASL. <laughs> and no, I'm like, this maybe this magazine is a wargaming journal or something, I guess. Right. Well, right. Aaliyah number 23. So, 
it's fantastic. I'm like, oh, yeah, someone should have made a scenario called Nuts. <laughs> That's very famous, you know. So, um, yeah, so I, um, yeah, Jim Jim Bishop, I think, was, um, was the guy that I think that put me on touch with um, with that. And I think, you know, like I said, there's, there's a whole bunch of um, uh, you know, people out there that are looking for uh, these, these kind of scenarios. Um, and, you know, they, they, they unearth them, they find them, they put them up on the site. Uh, and it's great when people like yourself, you know, look and, and find that. And... Do you think everything is in here? That's been published. Um, yes, I, it reminds me of my <laughs> time when I asked my mum if there were any islands that were undiscovered. And yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we won't know if they're not. I guess. Yes, I guess that's right. But yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm sure there's a few that aren't, but uh, it's a good challenge to try and find them. Yeah, it's just over. And just looking at it, it's just reminds me how overwhelming all this production has been over these years with ASL News. The Ace lugs, the S locks, the at the points, the Aussie packs. You know, that's just the A's. Yeah, <laughs> oh. and that's the, one of the challenges isn't it, is, is finding the good stuff from the the, yeah, the average stuff because there's so much so much out there. Um, and it, that's the I think sometimes the biggest challenge is finding those great great scenarios in the in the forest of scenarios. And then this your site helps to do that because it has the ranking and yep. popularity. Which I thought I read that you, that's calculated by the um, percentage from was it like so if there's an annual you would take the yeah. percentage that that scenario is played more than the others. That's right. Yeah, relative to the the pack itself. Okay, and then that would come up with its popularity within that product. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's great. But there's a few there's a few parts that uh, it's asking me to log in in order to take full advantage, and I sent. I sent a uh, request for a password reset, but uh, okay, yeah. So okay, I'll I'll, I'll get onto that for you. That's, this is the advantage of my phone number. You, you can ask me direct. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me what my password is? I won't tell them. Nobody listens to this, so <laughs> I'll beep it out. Yeah, I'll beep it out. Yeah. Excellent. But um, but yeah. So journal eleven. I was just speaking. There's a couple of journal eleven. I mean, one of the problems is is the data cleansing aspect. So, you know, every now and again, someone will make a mistake. So we've got two Journal 11s in there right now. But but um, clicking on the right Journal 11, you'll see, you know, the, the most popular scenario in there at the moment, um, which is um, Bedberg, uh, is it? Uh, yeah, Bedberg Bite. Um, and, you know, the scenarios are ranging from 10 hours down to three and a half hours, something like that. Um, so, you know, you, it, it's, it's nice to This is really wonderful. You can really get lost in this, just sort of clicking around and uh, and exploring. So, if we got into the article list, what? How do you um, do? Just the the people you were talking about earlier helping you? Is it just whatever yeah. they happen to put in? That's right, exactly that. Yeah. So they'll they'll find um, some articles in the in the journal. They just put a like an overview of it. Uh, can put a page number. Um, give a description as to what what it actually is. So the, that really helps. Like, for example, when we did a, a series of night rules, uh, we're able to kind of do a search for articles around nights and see if there's anything that comes up um, to, to find any extra articles that you might be looking for um, and to do things like that. So that's uh, something that we can do. Now, uh, for yourself, how, how often do you get to play ASL? So I was at, at my peak. I was I think I did, I think... I think 150 games in a year. I think was my was my best best ever year. Mm -hmm. uh, but now I'm I'm way way down. So I mean, if I'm getting one game a month, I'm pleased. Um, so Martin uh, Martin Barker and I, who is my regular opponent, uh, we've just started doing this video series, and that's given us an excuse to play more often, which is great. Um, so so now, hopefully, we're going to try and play you know once once twice a month at least. Um, and that's that's the plan. Um, but it's for me, childcare and stuff like that is, is, a, is a tricky tricky one for getting over to the tournaments. I used to go to uh, both the tournaments in the UK. There was one in Blackpool, one in uh, Bournemouth, um, there's one in London. Um, so I used to try and go to at least two or three of those a year, but now I, I'm pretty much at night able to do that. Um, so it's going to be a few years yet. I've got 
counting down the years till my youngest uh, youngest child will go to university. So my oldest is about to go. And my youngest is about nine, nine, ten years away from it. So. <laughs> oh wow! So Grace is Grace the oldest one, or Alice? She is. Yes, she is. Yeah, Grace is the oldest. Uh, she's she's hoping to go to Oxford this year uh, or next year. Oh. Oxford, so that's quite exciting. Um, and, uh-huh. and my youngest is not even aware of senior school yet, so it's it's a big difference. And that's not Jake, or yeah, that's Jake. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm stalking I'm you. Nervous you about are, yeah, I'm really. <laughs> uh, this is from your YouTube page. Uh, okay. <laughs> we went there to see if you had any ASL in there, and you have a Napoleon's Triumph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a little bit of that. And then you have the kids' bids, so. That's right, yeah. There's, there's a, <clears throat> I think I did a, a Vassal replay of uh, Bartman's Corner, which was the, I think, the most painful. I don't know if you, you can see that. There's a, there's a funny little, um, I don't know if you've played Bartman's Corner, but it's a horrendous oh. scenario. For the, oh, yeah. Once I click on the videos. Um, Yep, Barkman's Corner AAR. Okay, you said that so was r- really hard to do. It's, it's, it's well horrendous from the attacker's point of view because every defender sets up a hip. I think you're just going down a in convoy down oh, the road. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. And it's <laughs> it's absolutely brutal. Um, and so I mean the scenario just you know we we time lapsed it and just just put some funny music behind it because it was it was so funny to watch. But it's uh, it was kind of I mean you know Martin to be fair is a is a great sport and. You know, didn't give up on the, you know, seventh tank that died or whatever. I mean, he just he carried on going. But it was <laughs> it was pretty brutal. <laughs> and then you have a time lapse of Red Storm. Yeah, and that was okay. back in the day when the the camera resolutions just weren't good enough. Yeah. So um, Marty shared it with one of his his friends, and I think they were more concerned that all you had was a, a time lapse of his crotch, kind of just on the bottom of the table. <laughs> they could see kind of fidgeting every now and again. And, <laughs> it was about the best resolution we could hope for, really. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do better now. Um, so on my Christmas list for my parents, I'm going to get a, a tripod uh, that, that I can actually have directly over the... Over the, over the table. Board. Yeah. Yeah, directly. So we're going to do a proper and uh, setup. And you're planning to do an, all animations? just? Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think as we get quicker, learning all about the, the video bits and pieces, then we'll figure out the best way of um, putting uh, AARs together on video. And I, I mean, there are a whole lot of other people doing a, a really good job of it these days. Um, so it's quite nice to see that side of the um, uh, the hobby kind of maturing and uh, getting to see YouTube. There's the tutorial videos coming on, and uh, there's a few guys doing some really good jobs there. Yeah, Jeff and I figure we missed the boat on getting into the YouTube early. We should have started it back when we started the podcast. Well, we should have. Brand now. You're, you're okay. You can... Well, but I don't know. There's so much in there. You know, there's so many other people doing it. It's like, who has time to watch all of our stuff? Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, so that looks great. I've not, I've never seen an animated ASL game, so I'm going to enjoy looking at these later. And, I mean, we're, you know, I guess just like, you know, when you guys started, you know, there's, there's so much you don't learn, you don't know about, you know, the, you know, the technology behind it. You know, this, this most recent episode in particular, we, you know, we really struggled with, the lighting and the sound and the you know the copyright music and all the kind of bits and pieces that you fall into you know the traps for the first first few times but you know in theory it gets easier and gets better but uh, I, I, can't, I can't promise about the content that's the only one I can't I can't guarantee getting better. Well, Jeff actually sat through my Super 8 films that I made back in when I was in middle school and high school. So, that was so he can he can he can bear anything. That was. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, how did you get into ASL? So ASL was not your first wargaming, or was it? No. So I, I mean, I played you know a few board games as a kid. So I think I had Firepower, and I think I had Ambush, um, Battle Cars, and pieces like that. And I remember going into um, when I got my car, I was able to kind of drive into London for the big, the biggest shops. And Leisure Games down there in Finchley had a, a great selection of board games and, and war games. And always, what took my eye was you know, the big shelf of ASL stuff. I mean, it was always, you know, this is, this is so much of this one branded war game. It must be pretty good. And I remember speaking to the uh, the guy behind the counter, and he kind of did his very best to put me off it, you know, by telling me, well, you can't just buy this, and you can't just buy that, you've got to buy this. And by the way, you don't even get the balls with most of this stuff now, and you've got to try and find that. It was just a laundry list of things. But I think a 
little bit like, you know, at any age, if you're told you can't have something, you kind of, you kind of want it a little bit more. And I felt a bit bad because he'd given me such a scathing review of ASL, you know, when I, when I asked him about it. I couldn't just go and buy it there and then because, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit awkward. So, um, so then <laughs> yeah. I had to go back the next week and hope he wasn't there or hope he forgot me. Um, and I picked up uh, Beyond Valor and the rule book. And then I did what everyone did, which was, I think, I read um, Chapter K, and I kind of thought, yeah, you're right, it's, it's quite complex. Uh, I left it alone for a little while. And then uh, came across the mailing list, uh, which was just absolutely crazy. I remember um, I was working for a Xerox at the time, and I, I, I put my mailing list address of the email address in, and I was just shocked at the, the, the level of emails that came in. I mean, it was... I, I, I said hundreds per hour just, just flooded in. So you very quickly got to the digest mode rather than the individual emails just to kind of cope with uh, the inbox, uh, you know, that just, just fills up constantly. And then was just intrigued by how much content that people were creating and, and the debates and the flame wars and the incredible variety of people and personalities that were, you know, alive and, and still, still going now and, you know, they've, they've migrated to other systems, but you know, they're amazing to the people. Um, and so I think I put a, a note out there and said, like, you know, if you want to play, you know, local to my area. And um, I got a I got a response from uh, a guy called David who was in London. So he said, you know, pop down and we'll play. So, you know, I didn't know anything, but I said, okay, well, I'll read, I'll read some more of the rules and I'll, I'll go and play with you. And I got there, set up uh, cold crocodiles. So this is my very first scenario. was, mm-hmm. you know, a pretty <laughs> classic, but it's, it's quite a lot to take into your first game. Yeah, yeah, um, tanks, flamethrowing tanks. Yeah. It's incredible. There's OBA and there's, I mean, it's all sorts. There's a, you know, there's a bit of open field and there's orchards and there's a street battle and I think there's even a river crossing or something. I mean, it's, it's all sorts of stuff going on there. And um, so we played it. We played from, I think, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And, you know, I, I looked at my watch and it might have been 7 o'clock in the evening. And then I looked again. And it was midnight, and you know, I think, wow, okay, I probably should need to go home. <laughs> and we kind of, we kind of wrapped it up. And I was, you know, amazed at a how quick the time flew. It yes, was just, just incredible. Uh, but also the depth of the game, and you know, the, the hospitality show and everything. Uh, and you know, that was it. I was, I was hooked from then on. So um, started playing uh, a very good player, Bernie Fox, um, who's now back over in the states, uh, but he was living in the UK at the time. And he gave me an um, um, amazing set of lessons, really. And, you know, I, I learned how to lose a scenario very well against him. He, and uh-huh. he, was, a, he was a very, very good player. Um, and we went to our first tournament and, you know, had a good time there. Uh, Bernie moved back. I went to France for a year uh, and played a couple of guys there from the Lyon group. Uh, Lyon, Forest, Lyon, yeah, I think. Um, and, you know, again, just, just great players came back to the UK, uh, met Martin, uh, and we started playing again, he lives about an hour away, which you know, in ASL terms is pretty much the doorstep, and, uh, and we're, you know, we're about the same level of play, we're about the same level of competitiveness, which is quite nice, so we, um, you know, we've just enjoyed playing ever since, really. Wow, yeah, that's really nice that it's worked out so well, and, it, and where along then did you start the ASL Scenario Archive in that time? Um, I, I guess it was probably maybe 15 years ago, something like that. Mm. So it's been, you know, I mean, it, it tells you, you can see from the, the look and feel, it's all, it's all fairly, uh, you know, I'm surprised there isn't a little work in progress and a hit counter at the bottom. So that's what I should have had. Uh, there were geo sites. Yeah. Uh, they were, they were, <laughs> so it's a little bit, um, like it's, uh, it's day to day. But it's, we're going to get it, we're going to get it looking better. It's, the old girl needs a, needs a, a lick of paint. I like it, though. It's classic. Yeah, yeah. It's classic, and it really... I like websites that give me lots of information all at once without having to scroll all over the place. Modern websites don't do anything for me, where you scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and see. Right. Two or three words and a couple of pictures, and you're not really sure what they're trying to sell you. But anyway, so I do like the look of this. But still, yes, I think it's great that you're going to that you're going to update it. Yeah, it needs a, it deserves a, a little bit of a... Yeah, and as somebody that just likes, to, like I say, like to glance at a page and, and see a lot of information, I'm looking at the little stats box at the bottom of the left-hand navigator, 
which shows you know how many scenarios you've got listed, how many users are in the system, um, how many articles and other files, and you know all this stuff. It's just it's really cool. It's a lot of great stuff to look at. And then you have the Vassal Log Analyzer. Um, that's just yeah. So that used to be that was I wrote that because I was convinced, as I'm always convinced, that my opponents roll better than me. Yeah. I wanted to be able to prove it. Um, so for a while it was compatible, and then Vassal changed the. I think I think they did it more securely so that the PBM files couldn't be hacked or broken or whatever. Um, so they made a they made the log files a they put them um, with some security in them. And then they turned them into the little graphical dice. Uh, but it meant now that the, you can't just copy and paste your... Because the idea was you'd copy and paste your Vassal logs if you played all evening. You'd copy it, you'd paste it in, and the, uh, the analyzer would come and tell you, you know, what your average roll was, how good your snipers were, because you could see when you had sniper activation, and then realize if you rolled a one or a two after that. And little things like that, it could do pretty good computers. Um, but yeah, Vassal changed... Unfortunately, and so I can't now read the, the log file because it, it brings up little graphics of dice that don't now pass. Um, they, don't, they don't copy and paste. Oh, rats! I mean, yeah. that is that is so cool. What a great concept! That well, it's yeah. too bad it doesn't work anymore. Oh well. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. But one thing I noticed when you look at these average dice rolled, mm-hmm. they're they're you know they're all pretty average. Yeah, <laughs> right. As we would expect, well, I suppose. you know, six point two, I guess, to seven. I don't know what. Yeah. 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 yeah so which then, which yeah. shows it is kind of a fair game, you know. <laughs> Overall, <laughs> that's we don't admit it, but yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you think it's, you're it's a really opponent. Nice to, so I, I'm I'm still very pleased. I got on the I, I'm the top of the worst rollers uh, for, for having a seven point nine average over fifty one dice rolls. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite happy it doesn't work anymore. I can prove that. Um, um, yeah, because I'm on the best leader. Right? And, on the best well. and part of that, of course, is how when those die rolls come. So when you're rolling the, yep. you know, you roll the eleven on the wind change, and then you roll yep. it on a shot that you didn't think you'd make anyway. You don't Absolutely. notice it, but then when you yep. have, as I did the other night, a guy rolled the light machine gun. We shouldn't tell ASL stories, but. Timonen rolled his light machine gun at me, and I'm in a, a, a wooden house, and I had like just normal checks, and of course the leader was wounded. Two squads rolled box cars, and the third one rolled an 11. It was just unbelievable. We were just sitting there right. shocked, and he was laughing, and then he he's apologized. I don't apologize. This is amazing. <laughs> it's kind of why you <laughs> kind of why you love and hate the game at the same time. Exactly. You know. Yeah, but then you think I got diced the whole night, which is not the case. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's not really the case. I rolled some fours too, you know. So. Exactly. The, the good players always kind of make those good good dice rolls count and uh, just shrug the bad ones off, don't they? So I see here that, uh, where was this? The top monthly contributors, sir, is this just people and the, the number of articles or scenarios or data yeah. that, that they're contributing? Awards points um, based on, I think if you create a new scenario, you get 10 points or something, or 15 points or something. And it was just a, a way of just trying to say, I didn't want to just count the number of updates that someone had made, but actually, you know, rewarding more significant contributions, but only in so much as just, just the points for, for the current month, um, just to give other people an idea of, you know, who was who was doing more of the, the updating and stuff. And again, you know, I, I do none of it, so it's, it's, it's all down to you know, these guys that to do this kind of stuff. And if you, you know, if you add a play, you might get a few points. And if you make a review or if you put some comments in about a game that you played. Um, because, again, that's, that's one of the things I use it for is very quickly just scanning through to find um, AARs from scenarios I'm about to play just so I know, you know, there might be a particular trap not to fall into or what to be careful of. Uh, and often people will point that out in a, in a game they've played. They may say, you know, be careful of the, don't put the, you know, the troops too far on the left or whatever. It gives you a little bit of a, um, a, a leg up, if you like, uh, before before you spend too much time uh, analysing the scenario. But yeah, so they get they get points, um, and that's it. The points the points are not redeemable for anything other than. Like oh no! <laughs> oh, they can't cash them in. Oh. Well, I see well, this. Uh, whoever it is, Hoxon one yeah. is at nineteen hundred and sixty points, yeah. and uh, yeah. is heading 
shoulders above the rest. By, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, and, you know, and he's, he's fairly regularly in touch with me about and the, and the, the level of detail he will go to to make sure that, you know, the, the units uh, are the right, um, uh, you know, there's no typos in the units and that the, he will redo maps for the scenarios and making sure that, you know, some people will put a map up and it may be cropped a little bit wrong or, um, you know, maybe the wrong orientation mm. and he will correct that and mm. do all these pieces. It's just, it's just incredible. And do you know who that is? Huxon? Uh Yeah, I, I, I'm allowed to give names. Uh, um, it's all right by us. Unless he cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's local there. Uh, no, he's not. No, I, I don't know where he is. Uh, uh, okay. Maybe your side, but could um, be. I've and actually got the AFL uh, players map. I don't know if I can search it. I'm not going to go and look at every every pin on the map to find him, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm also enjoying the uh, latest content additions, and the level of accuracy you have here. So somebody added a plane of raid into the Reich five hours, five minutes, and 35 seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and as I refresh the page, I can see the, 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 the seconds ticking by. Yeah. You can use this instead of a watch. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, just, I, well, I just here's, here's what I that. did. I, so I went in to this, which, again, again I never looked at searching for one because i'm always just playing what i have and playing in order jeff knows i try to yeah. play like <laughs> two minutes and i are finishing those swedish volunteers and mm-hmm. uh, i try to make jeff play through all of a uh, um you know yeah we can't play anything um, till we're done with the scenario, <laughs> scenario pack, pack. Or whatever it is <laughs> excuse me but I, I did the advanced search mm-hmm. i simply put in oba both sides Okay. Hit search. I got 469 choices, wow. which I can't yeah. believe. Yeah, that's amazing. That is I, amazing. I recognize lots of them. I've played lots of them, but yeah, so yeah. that's amazing. So if I'm looking for something specific, I, yep. can, I can find it that quickly. And then Absolutely. the options on that page for our listeners, if you know, get you motivated to get in there, you can, it looks like you can look for a specific gun. So people who like the 88, I'm assuming. Yep. Specific vehicles, if you want early war yep. vehicles, late war vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, kinds the of, condition. if you, yeah, the, even the, Jeff, the victory condition. Oh, except I don't see a choice saying simple victory Simple condition. victory condition. <laughs> Versus those, those a paragraph, <laughs> paragraph long victory conditions. Yeah. Well, and back on the, cool. on the first page, there's an on this day table, which right. if yeah. you want to play scenarios in chronological, you know, that occurred on this day in history. So yeah. there was two different ones that occurred in 19, this date in 1941. And and Jeff may not know as many, many of our new listeners. We, we have lots of new listeners and there's new players coming into the game, yeah. Dave. Yeah. They email us, you know, and say, mm-hmm. hey, just found your show. I'm just getting started. Um, so there are new players out there. But the chronology of war was published in the first journal. Was it the journal, Dave? The yeah, one of the annuals. The annual, yeah. They, it was a simple thing, and I loved it, too. It was just chronology of war, and they put all the scenarios in order. And my friend Wally, this goes way back, was like, Dave, we're going to play <laughs> we're gonna play the, all these in order. And, of course, we never got that. I don't that think was, we started, but... Was that yeah. Jim Trevor, I think, that, that created it to start with? I think. That we... Yeah, I think so. Um, but but it was just fun to see all the scenarios in order and uh, mm-hmm. to think about. So that's where you said you kind of got part of the idea was to continue the chronology. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that you mentioned that you might like, I don't know if you add your publication to your collection, but if you do, on, on your My Page, uh, you can actually see a percentage complete of each of your publications. So the idea being that a publication is completed when you've played all the scenarios from that publication. Oh, yeah. I would, I would like that. <laughs> so my page is not your page. It's, it would be Dave's page. Well, not Dave Ramsey's page. It would be Dave Kleinschmidt's page. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to, yeah, as soon as I retire again, because I'm now back to teaching for 13 weeks. 
I'm going to have to um, try to get in there and get my own stuff done. Because, yeah, Jeff's right. I keep it all on scrap paper. Well, that, I'm more organized than that, right, Jeff? I have a yeah. three-ring binder. And right. I, I actually draw rows with a pen <laughs> and columns, and then I fill it in. Because once I draw one, it's good for maybe 30 scenarios, so it lasts, you know, half a year, a year, or whatever. <laughs> are you teaching modern technology, or what are you, what are you teaching? Oh, at school? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, with my, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I started it in the early day, and you think, well, I'm not even sure I'll continue this. And lo and behold, I've got all 1,000-plus scenarios hand-written. Right. And, yeah, I, I always think, I just have to. And I have these scrap papers where I do the little um, lines, four lines down and then a crosshatch to mark every five. Okay. Yeah. Do they do that in the U.K.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's how I actually have, so I can find Jeff's name, and then his his victories against me are little hatch marks, and then mine victories against him are hatch marks. And so I'm always like, you know, I could just sit down and put this into some kind of document. Funny there was a website for this. What I see this this is very nice that um, you know I clicked on some of the design packs or the scenario packs, and I see that people can actually purchase these. Right from your website. Yeah. When when did you add that? Has that, has that oh, been on there? been for a while now. So oh, it has. Oh. A few years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think my, my kind of ultimate goal really was because there weren't very many places where anybody could buy PDFs for scenarios and individual scenarios as well. Um, so the, um, yeah, the, the design pack uh, got put up there. And uh, the ASL, uh, or the AdLock 20th anniversary scenario pack was, was up there as well. Um, so yeah, and people can download those and you, know, you can pay and they, they go up there. Um, so that's, yeah, that's all available there for people. Okay, and so all of these are, are PDF downloads? That's right, yeah. Yeah, that's, who gets the money? So the, um, the publisher gets 70%, I get 30%. Sweet. Well, your retirement is, uh, it pays for the kids' college or university and, uh, Got your uh, nest egg building up from this big money. We we all know how much money is in this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are tens of, of people that purchase. Yeah, yes. And then the the reviews of the uh, different games, people just go ahead and post those up. Yep. And you, you don't review yep. them or bother with anything with that, right? No. Yeah, I mean, they can, I mean, every now and again, if they want to put something up, that's yeah, and and that's that man's opinion. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What about uh, is there any ever any copyright issue with people sort of being able to freely post things? Do you worry about copyright infringement that they're going to be posting something that shouldn't be there? I mean, don't don't give them ideas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, I think um, I mean I think we're, we're careful, make sure that you know you can't play a scenario from. The information that you've got on the site. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. it's all. Yeah. It's just information sharing and reviews. Yeah. That's right. So. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's absolutely fine. I think you know there's no PDF you know, directly at the scenario card. There's no unit numbers in terms of you know four three eight or four four eight or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking. Now, where else will we find your name in the ASL world? Did you? design any scenarios or anything else or articles? Right? Um, so I, I had a hand in the deluxe pack um, that Steve Swan um, pretty much well, he started it off. Um, so the deluxe pack Steve um, was asking for contributions to uh, help push over the line uh, a pack that he'd started so he had uh, a set of boards that he'd like to have got into deluxe format and he had uh, a couple of scenarios, three or four scenarios perhaps with um, some rough playtesting that had happened, and then the kind of project, for whatever reason, had slowed down. And I think I said to him, "Look, you know, if, if you're not able, because I think he said he, he wasn't able to do it, or there was there was something." So I said, "Well, if you want me to take over, I don't mind trying to finish it off for him." Um, so I took on what he'd done, which was he had the boards um, vassalized. Uh, I think Tom Repetti had done the boards, um, and he had the scenarios that were in you know, various states of uh, playtesting. So I put together a set of scenarios. I got some people in to uh, develop some scenarios with me. I organized the playtest 
reached out to um, Xavier uh, from the Frontier and said, you know, would he like to publish this because, you know, it's all pretty much there. Um, so he was he was brilliant. Uh, he took on the, uh, the project and did, the, did his uh, bits and pieces and, you know, did a good job of printing out the maps and put all the packs together, uh, did a great job of the distribution. So, um, yeah, so that, that pack went out. Yeah, that's the re- the newest recent deluxe one from LFT, then, right? Yeah, so from, yeah, yeah. yeah, we have it. Yeah, we reviewed it. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. Got to be careful now. Got yeah. to Well, we like. I like everything. <laughs> yeah, good, good. <laughs> it's, it's the problem, isn't it? We're trying to give anything a bad review. Really. It's, it's so hard with ASL because you know it's it's what's not it's like really. So I mean, I think it's it's pretty tough to to give something a very bad review unless it's really quite bad and it has to be obvious for me like the the, the one thing i ever said bad about mmp was the second um shoot french um oh the, the battles in the mist historical modules there were two halves to okay it. right yes yeah thank you the, i think the second one had like two scenarios or four or something right, in it. Right. I guess they were thinking, oh, it's a campaign game. And I'm like, but I don't yeah. play those. I'm, I want to buy everything you make, and I want to have eight scenarios minimum to play. That was the only time I was ever really saying, yeah, not happy with that. But, but you're still mad about that, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm giving them. The, the German castles are nearly the same color as everything else. Oh, that's right. See, I even forgot that. Right? Oh, that's right. They were the purplish. Yeah, which I always thought, oh, maybe I can use them for something special. <laughs> but apparently people who play that scenario, you know, if you can get your head around the campaign game, if you can get a head around it, it's supposed to be a great campaign game. I played some big ones on those boards, big scenarios, but not the campaign it game yet. It floats as well, yeah. and it floats mist. And... Oh, wait, I take it back. I think my friend Matt, I played a, a small campaign game. And then, uh, okay, so that you help with that product, and then mm-hmm. in, anything else? or Not that that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, what that's have you done it. lately? Yeah. Um, so, well, like it's, it's been Illuminating Rounds, so our, our video series that we just put up. Uh, that's, the, that's the newest. Yeah, where, where, is, where is that at? So it's on YouTube. Um, so if you just search Illuminating Rounds. Illuminating Rounds. How did I not know this? Okay. Um, okay. We'll, 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 we'll post a link to that. Okay. And uh, I've, already, like I said, I've already messed up episode two, so uh, there was... Uh, there's a little skit I did in the middle of it where um, I'm showing people me practicing by reading the starter kit rules and pushing counters up hills and stuff. Uh, and I had some nice music, like motivational kind of Rocky style music, but it wasn't the Rocky soundtrack because that would be copyright. But it was uh, some free copyright music or copyright free music that you know you were allowed to start up there. So I, I put on the, the backtrack of it. Mm-hmm. And then within minutes of that uh, video going online, uh, there was a copyright claim on the music. And they, didn't, oh. they didn't give me a copyright strike. They just said they're going to monetize the video and they're going to take all the all the advertising revenue. Now, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? There are, there are tens of people that are going to watch this video, but yeah. I kind of felt like, well, I don't want them to, to profit from other people having to watch adverts on my, on my nonsense. So, uh, so I replaced the music. But... I don't know if you've ever had to do this on, on YouTube, but it's a little bit tricky to replace the music midway through without having to re-upload the whole thing. Um, and you know, ability to kind of squeeze the music into the right spot. So I've, I've squeezed over some music, but I've overplayed a whole bunch of content with more music, and it's just, it's all got a bit wrong. But anyway, <laughs> you know, we live and learn. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see it. So you have one video posted as of now. Is that correct? Uh, two, I think. Okay, well, I'm sure we can get some hits for you by publishing this interview. Yeah. Okay, thank you. And do you listen to the Two Half Squads podcast? I do, yeah. Oh, great, great. Of course. Well, we have an excellent uh, episode coming up with an interview with you, and I think you'll especially (laughs) want to be (laughs) listening to that one and sharing it with you. One of my proudest moments. Yeah. You you read out one of my comments about (laughs) um, playing Starter Key in churches or something, I think. And uh, it was one of my proudest moments. Oh, so, uh, yeah. oh well, thank you. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. yeah, and we want to encourage everybody to check out ASL Scenario Archive and take a look at Dave's wonderful work and click that donate button that's right there on the front page and show him the love. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, which is a great way to do it. You've really done a great job with this whole thing. 
And it's been, no, a, been a great interview. Have anything else you'd like to add? No, that's absolutely brilliant. You guys keep, uh, keep on doing the good work. And, uh, and thanks to everyone for, for contributing to the archive. Uh, it's, like I say, it's, it wouldn't be anything without people's uh, contributions and people's interests. So that's, um, yeah, that's, that's all I can say, really. Yeah, yeah. here, here. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for taking the time, and we're sorry to keep you up so late. And uh, we'll, we'll shoot you an email when this one is ready to publish. And uh, best of luck to you, and hope to talk to you again sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. All, All right. right. All the best, guys. Thank All you, right. Dave. Cheers. Cheerio. Bye-bye. And now a short word from our sponsor, Bounding Fire Productions. Bounding Fire Productions. Listen, go to BoundingFire.com. It's all about the Internet these days, but you got to do it. you got to go to BoundingFire.com because that's where you're going to find some great ASL products. They make a bunch of products like Into the Rubble 2, Beyond the Beachhead 2, High Ground 2. Objective Schmidt, Corrigador the Rock, which just came out recently. If you don't have it, that's the place to go get it. Bounding Fire Productions. They also sell LeFranc Terrier products on, through their site and a lot of great stuff. Always high quality, and you can always get it at Bounding Fire. You'll thank us. <laughs>